BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy hump day. Wow. When you take Monday and Tuesday off, the days are kind of stunning. I had no idea it was hump day. We're not celebrating with anyone that we love aside from each other. That's true. But we're also celebrating together in studio. If you're watching on YouTube, you see Jacqui is back. It's not, it's not Photoshop. No, it's real. I'm not that good. She's almost there. I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm back in the studio. You can hear the buzzing of the trucks and the jackhammers. Ooh. It's New York City, baby. Jackie's been in town since Sunday night. Which means world is in town since Sunday night. And it has been honestly beyond any expectation I could have had. Like really? for real. Like having rolled back in my life. It's like Oh, you guys went away, but like you're back, you know? Yeah, I'm here. We have so many work things that we're doing this week. It was also Rosh Hashanah. It was Rosh Hashanah. And so it's really been a productive week so far, personally, professionally. It's nice to be back with the family, have some quality time, and also do like meetings, meetings, meetings. Podcast, podcast, podcast. podcast, podcast. podcast. Yeah, no, your girls are moguls. Um, photo shoot, photo shoot, photo shoot. No you don't lie. Even, you guys, no lie. I, I hate to be that bitch, but like there's really never been a better time to be a toaster because like there's literally so much coming. Um, and a lot of people thought that you flew here intentionally to escape the hurricane, which is just, you had this trip planned and honestly, your timing was pretty great because it's hitting your area like soon. Yeah. The hurricane's supposed to really hit this afternoon into tomorrow. They're forecasting that it's going to hit around the Tampa area yeah. at its strength. So if you are in that area, I'm sure you know what zone you're in. Please be careful. Please, you know, evacuate and do what you need to do. It's Olivia really, was sending us some fucking wild ass videos. I saw a literal picture of a tornado. Yeah. It's it was really crazy. scary, and I just am thinking of everyone until this passes. Did you do anything to your house before you left? No. Do you have hurricane we, insurance? Yes, and we have hurricane windows, and we brought in our patio furniture. So oh, that's that it good. doesn't go flying to the neighbors. So that's the extent of what we could do, and hopefully everything will be okay. Hurricane Ian. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. And I don't want to be insensitive. I'm just like, I just want you guys to know what's going on in my head at all times. And <laughs> when someone's saying Hurricane Ian, I'm saying Hurricane Eon Miller. I was Because thinking, my daughter married Eon Miller. No. I was thinking about that yesterday, <laughs> that scene. And I was laughing so hard. Oh. It's the funniest quote. And it's another John Corbett slay. Um, also, why I actually was thinking about it recently is obviously because of Hurricane Ian, but I finished Only Murders in the Building, and that bitch, that, uh, the makeup artist on the set of Brazos, is the aunt, what do you mean you don't eat meat? That's okay, I make lamb. Totally. She's the aunt from Big Fat Greek Wedding. I gotta watch Big Fat Greek Wedding again, just so I can reacclimate myself. Like, what was that joke we used to make about, 
Okay, remember how the dad in um, my Big Fat Greek Wedding with the grandkids like would always say like, if there was anything like any word that came out of the kid's mouth, be like, you know, you this word it comes from the Greek word. Yeah. <laughs> what was that joke we used to make on you, the toast? No, like I would just say any word, and you say, "It's give me a word, any, any word, word, and I'll, I'll show, show you it is Greek." Greek. <laughs> oh, I really, I'm gonna rewatch just so I can like start quoting it again and being annoying and making it my personality. You know? Yeah, it's time we move on from sleepover. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never time to move on from sleepover. No, no, no. But we could add more. Into but let me our ask repertoire. you: if I offered you a brownie, or if I offered you a stock of celery which one would you take these days this week unfortunately unfortunately it would have to be celery because i'm on a diet ew yeah you're looking snatched to the gods oh man i'm not like you no that's true i'm here with the snatchler she's actually taking over margo's podcast that's one of the big announcements that we have coming up yeah claudia has become the snatchler claudia has become the snatchler um i'm sorry mclardia mclardia sebastian mclardia has Um, become the snatchler yeah, it's pretty good. The sweatshirt's like really big on me. <laughs> but that's like the point. Yeah, no, for sure. It's so tiny. No, but just like it wasn't, you know? Yeah, it was fitted. Yeah. No, we did something really exciting this week and not to be secret project assholes. But we're, no, we're going to be secret project assholes. Like you're not fucking ready. But our turnaround time is going to be as short as it can be for a secret project. So hopefully within the next few weeks, like you will know what we did and we're excited and why, to share. And why we did it. And we'll tell you, and I feel like people never do this, we'll say, this was the secret project we were talking about on this day. We'll follow up. We'll circle back. There's never any of that. People always post on Instagram secret project and then six months later, you know, is a photo shoot for a magazine. Right. It's like, was that what you were saying was secret? Yeah, like this week we've done like a few things that are all leading up to like two major secret projects that are coming like... Imminently. Yeah, like I, I want to say like maybe even next week. Like we're yeah. not going to be annoying. No, it's definitely next week. It's supposed to be next week, but you never know. Right, secret projects are always getting delayed. Right, so you don't want to overpromise And underdeliver. So we'll just leave it at that. But like it's been a really busy week. Very productive. Very secretive. Very secretive. Today I have a personally productive day because I'm getting a haircut. haircut which everyone's is, talking about it. Everyone's talking about my haircut. No, I'm actually really excited for you. You're because you got into mobile woman level. Um, and I've been yeah, there. No, and so much of my hair has fallen out since my last haircut. So I need fresh, shorter, fresher, so that it can bob back up. No, not bob, but like I am gonna cut some inches. I think like it's gonna be stark, so, so that it feels much healthier. It's gonna be a tabula rasa. With the hair. Yeah. No, I can tell you, I got like a chop last week and it, it's definitely given me a new lease on life. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And then what I'm most excited about, honestly, the real reason I'm in town Botox. is I'm getting Botox later and it's time. It's I haven't time. had Botox in a year and a half to two years because I was pregnant and nursing and your girl's wrinkly. I just want to say like, you really are not. Like for someone who's apparently been like off the wagon for a year and a half, like I would never tell. I know it's not like that bad, but I got so used to and fell in love with my forehead not moving mm-hmm. that it's too much movement for your girl. A hundred percent. There's nothing good happens when there's too much movement. I, yeah. That's kind of like my philosophy on life. <laughs> um, wait, I have like three things written down that I don't want to forget. Okay. The first is that, like, kind of, like, a huge deal that I was able to announce today is that I'm moderating a panel at BravoCon. They, like, they're so, they're so funny. Like, when, when I agree to do it, like, they just, like, send me emails, like, ver- like that obviously are blasted to all the other moderators. And they're just, like, leaving me out of my own. Like, here, you can go. I'm like, they're, I'm, like I can announce. They're like, yeah, yeah, go. So I got a really good one. I, have, I really need um, someone to, like, send this around to all the podcasters. Like, who canceled? Yes. Because I got asked like literally four days ago and I was like, fuck yes. Um, 
But and it feels like they wouldn't be so last minute. You know, like somebody canceled and they needed a replacement who lives in New York. And I was, you know, second rate. And I'm super happy about it. But I do want to know who replaced me. Yeah, no. I love you and I think you're everything. I know you, you do. you're not their first choice. I can feel it in my bones. No, especially like for, I got like a premium ass one. I got Kyle Richards. It's, the panel is all about like the sickening vacation spots that all the housewives have gone to. So there's two producers on it. And then Kyle Richards, Luann Deliceps, Kenya Moore, Candace Dillard Bissett. Like that's, that's like... Danny Pellegrino like maybe you know yeah. something came up for Danny and he's not going anymore because I don't know why they chose me but I'm super honored it's Sunday October 16th on the on display stage because I'm on display on display on display and I'm excited I feel like it's a real honor to have been asked even second you know yeah you know like you're gonna be up there shaking that thing and that's all that matters doesn't matter maybe it was 30 even that you were yeah asking. no for sure I don't care because at the end of the day like I'm the only loser who wasn't you know already booked and busy and I'm available yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. I'm excited uh, for you. Me too. And then the other announcement is uh, Spritz is finally being sold in New York. And to celebrate that, we're going to be rolling out across the state, you know, this month. But we are already in Total Wine Westbury Plaza. And on October 3rd, what day is it? I told him it's October 3rd. Um, October 3rd, which is Monday of next week. Is that correct? Um, I am heading to Total Wine Westbury Plaza with my husband, Ben Soffer, at 5.45 for a meet and greet to celebrate the launch of Spritz in Total Wine Westbury Plaza at 5.45 on October 3rd. Wait, which plaza is it? Oh, such a good question because it's actually confusing. There's multiple plaza. Um, it's the Westbury Plaza. Great. I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I would love to see you all there. And we're going to get spritzy, even though right now I'm like a little hung. Like I need to not drink until Monday, October 3rd, because. Yeah. Are you okay? Yep. I just miss Bryce and I just wanted to. Oh, well, let's also update everyone on Bryce. Yeah. And I need an update on Bryce mm -hmm. because Bryce came also on the trip and he was with me for like the first day. But as stated, I'm so busy. It was a lot. And I don't want him just like sitting around all day alone. So he went over to Claudia's for a few nights so he could be with Theo, go on Theo's walks, be with Claudia, Ben. Get the crew back together again, butters. Everyone's back together. I need to know how my boy is doing. I miss him so, but I know this is what's best for him. So he's doing really, really well. Um, I think he really liked it at Auntie's place. I really wanted to get him to sleep in the bed. Um... Because Theo sleeps in the bed and then it's like me, Ben, and two dogs. Like, it's literal heaven. Mm -hmm. However, on night one, like, he was he was giving trepidation, you know? I think he wasn't understanding, like, this is where he's spending the night. I think he thought he was hanging out at Auntie's house. So every time you got up, it's like, oh, okay, time to go home. Right. Every time, like, I would get up to pee or even just, like, flip over on my side to plug in my phone. Bruno's like, oh, up, up at the door. I'm like, bitch, get the fuck back in bed. Because he got dropped off at night. I don't think he realized what was happening. Maybe if you tried tonight, tonight. he would be more understanding. He's been in the crate for two nights. He definitely likes it, so I don't feel bad. Like, no. when we get up, he knows and he, like, runs in. And mm -hmm. I've been feeding him in his crate just to make, like... Theo's crate feel more, you know, like a comfortable space for him. Yeah. He's doing amazing. Like, he's really, really so doing incredible. incredible. He's so happy to be back on the walks with the crew. He adds, like, a certain je ne sais quoi to the home. No, he has a zest for living. I can't lie. Like, he's been with me for, like, 36 hours. And for, like, most of those hours, Ben has been in charge because I happen to have been, like, so busy yesterday. Um, so Ben has taken on the majority of the caregiving. But starting now, like, it's on me. Well, please continue to send me pictures, videos, updates. Tell him his mommy loves him and misses him so, and she's so proud of him. I will. I do feel as though we should get into it because we have a lot to catch up on. Like, we haven't done a show since Friday. Friday. And we also have Dear Toasters. And we have an update for, like, 
one of the ones from last week that shook up shook up the toaster community. So I'm ready. I'm ready. And then I also have to go get my haircut, so we obviously can't take right. too long. Right. No, and that's the haircut that everyone's talking about, right? And their cut it's so important. Yeah. So you're germane. gonna have like a new je ne sais quoi. Yeah, tomorrow, like you guys will see the results of the haircut. Don't let me know what you think, just in case right, negative it, thoughts. You can't undo it. And I had one other thing to say, which is that I watched a really good movie that I just wanted to share with the class before the weekend. I watched Do Revenge on Netflix. I think like it's every, on my list. Everybody's talking about mm-hmm. it, and it's amazing. And it is that movie, and I loved it. Cami Mendez, I love her. And there were so many great references, and the plot was great. I liked the beat. And if you're looking for just an easy, cute movie to watch on Netflix, I would watch it again because there was so much eye candy. It was so good and she was so incredible. Yeah. So that's my tip of the day. Do revenge. It's on my list for sure. Like I want to, I just don't know in what setting, you know, I want to, I'm waiting for the right time. Yeah. It was the perfect time for me. I was like, I don't want to read tonight, but I want to watch something, not a show because then I'll never turn it off and I won't go to sleep. Movie. Movie. So now, without further brew, where is brew? Theo misses his mama. Do, 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 where is Brew? He's back with his friends. Do, 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 where is Brew? His mom and auntie are singing because they're together and they cannot sing when they're apart. Any other songs we want to sing while we are together? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, 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 Theodora. Coughing Auntie Dora. Crunchy Angel Dora. Gorgeous Boys Dora. Beautiful Chairman Dora. Flappy Boys Dora. Love of my life Dora. Long ears Dora. Long neck Dora. Long legs Dora. Sexy ass Dora. Fuzzy little Dora. I want to have sex with you Dora. Bestiality Dora. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Snout nose Dora. I love the boys. Maybe we should wrap this up so we can go hang out with them. <laughs> 100%, but I have to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so now, without further ado, where are you? Here are the fast size stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Flip. If you're not sure if that trending skin tint is really worth the hype and you wish that you could get the new sheet mask ASAP instead of waiting three to five days for shipping, if you're looking for an honest review on that new celebrity skincare line, with Flip, you can have all that and more. Flip is the latest beauty app that is shaking up the way that we can shop for beauty and wellness. Imagine shopping on Sephora, but the reviews are detailed TikTok style videos and the shipping is Amazon fast. Shopping on Flip means you are shopping directly with real verified users of the product while you're browsing. With over 500 brands available on Flip, you can shop all your favorite beauty brands and discover new Holy Grail products through the most honest and authentic reviews on the market. So I'm like a girly who is easily influenced by like TikTok beauty. And so Flip is definitely a brand for me. And I like that they ship it so fast because like when something's going viral and I want to try it or like make a video about it, like I don't have time to wait three to five. Like TikTok, like social media waits for nobody. Mm -hmm. So for the thirst monster and also beauty lover in me, Flip is really a fabulous product and they have really good rewards. Like I got the um, super goop mineral sunscreen. It was delivered so fast and I saved like over 20%. They have really premium products. The shipping is fabulous and it's just nice to like get honest reviews. You can up your beauty shopping game with Flip. Download the Flip app for free today and save 30% on your first order with code TOAST30. That's code TOAST30 for 30% off your first order. Code TOAST30. T-O-A-S-T-3-0 for 30% off your first flip order. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by Bolin Branch because we are Bolin Branch girlies. You know, you're staying at a hotel without your Bolin Branch. Are and you I'm fe- sleeping like crap. Crapola. Crapola. You know who loves Bolin Branch? Bryce. Bryce. And that's why he went to stay at Claudia's so he could sleep with her sheets. He said, Mom, I'm sorry, these hotel sheets are not up to code. He's literally Prince George from the show The Prince. Like, this is not, a, it's not Bowl and Branch. Gotta go. Gotta go stay at Garanti's. Call me when we're going home. So Bowl and Branch, as you guys know, is the official bed sheet store endorsed by the toast. Um, we have it in our homes. My guest room at Jackie's house has it. My home has it. Jackie's bedroom has it. Um, they use 100% of the best organic cotton threads on earth for a superior softness and a better night's sleep. Their sheets aren't just buttery, not just breathable and possibly soft to start. They get softer with every wash. So I have this signature hemmed collection. I believe that's what you have too. Uh, it comes in a bunch of different colors. I have it in white because it's like my coastal grandmother with my new like wallpaper. Yeah, um, it makes you feel like you're in a hotel. It's really stunning. And they also have fabulous bed accessories. Like the waffle throw blanket that I probably get the most questions about on my Instagram is from Bolin Branch. And with my new wallpaper and like my coastal grandmother moment, it goes perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll immediately feel the difference when you're sitting or sleeping in a pair of their iconic signature sheets. They're free from toxins, which means no pesticides, formaldehyde, any harsh chemicals. Their sheets fit the deepest of mattress and they are labeled with a bottom and top tags. So making your bed is, I'm not going to say it's easy because it's really not an easy endeavor, but it's easier. Yeah. It's more, who, whoever, it's more easy. whoever, it's more easy. <laughs> That's such a good call. It's more easy. Whoever came up with that top and bottom tag, like they were using their critical thinking skills. And for that, I'm extremely appreciative. Mm -hmm. And of course, we have a code. We would never like rave on and on about a brand and then not have a code because that would be like. we've done that. We've done that. But that's that would like not be cool of us. And we we are women who support other women. Only if those women listen to this podcast. Get 15% off your, sorry, get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code TOAST at BowlandBranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com promo code toast bolan branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com promo code toast thank you claudia you're welcome what is the line after you're welcome for mm-hmm. all the sins i want to vain and away like you know what in the rock except you're welcome for all the toys and all the things every day yeah i don't know okay our first story, big news. I don't have my wow, iPad today, I was gonna so say, I don't want to. What are you wanna, doing? I know. I look so rude to like be on my phone. I couldn't agree more. But I don't have my iPad, okay. so it is what it is. Because it's got used to charging on your, your iPad instead of mine. mine. It's not charging my iPad. And, and it's, it's all your, your fault. I hope you're happy. Because of told mom. First story, big news of the weekend. Rihanna will headline the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show. Quote, it's on the pop star hinted at her performance at Super Bowl LVII by posting a photo of a football to her Instagram on Sunday. It was giving. What was that photo giving? If you want know what I'm going to say, like we are truly the same I, person. It was giving something I don't know. No, come on, come on, come I'll on. There. Come on. I'll give you a clue. Okay. Like it's a really random. It's actually not that random. Okay. Clint Eastwood. Remember when they had that reality show? Yeah, Mrs. Eastwood and Co. Mrs. Eastwood and Co. And that daughter who was sickening, Francesca, um, was dating that <laughs> photographer, Shields. Tyler Shields. And that photo is so Tyler Shields. Like when we were in high school, everyone was obsessed. Like your Facebook cover photo was like a Tyler Shields photo. He did the Birkin on fire. It's basically just like a white wall and something in front of it. Yeah. And the photo, I would not be surprised if it was taken by Tyler Shields. That's did anyone so else's funny. mind go Tyler Shields? No, but now that you say it, that is what it looks okay. like. So it's just like a hand holding a football. The official Twitter accounts for Apple Music and the NFL then confirmed Rihanna's performance on Sunday saying it's on 
read the tweet. Okay, I have like three things to say. Mm -hmm. The first is like, even though I'm the biggest Swifty of all time, for reasons stated last week, I am relieved it's not Taylor Swift. Like, I'm not in the mood to hear Blink Space a thousand times. Um, but I would welcome the opportunity. Second of all... Um, As she sits in her 1989 sweatshirt. Oh, no, totally. But I'm not being a hater. I'm being a lover. Like, I want to protect... You guys heard it here first. Claudia turned No, I want to protect Swift. the integrity of Taylor Swift. Like, I don't want to put her in that vulnerable position, you know? Sure. Because if she really wanted to change hearts and minds, like, she would have to do a three-hour concert where she sings Peace on repeat, you know? Like... I just, I want the best for her always. Now, the thing is about Rihanna, I'm overjoyed because girly girl is just that. She's a girly girl. But this feels like, you know, if I went on tour, like singing. Do you know what I mean? It's like something I do, but like not really. It's not what I'm known for. Um, and I feel like I've just in the last few years, I like, really resigned myself to the fact like Rihanna is a former singer. Like she is now an entrepreneur mogul. And that's my association with her. Like if I had to write down what her job is like and start a LinkedIn page for her, it would be entrepreneur mogul. So this just feels funny to me. Like, like she's not a singer anymore. Like forgot, you know? I mean, I disagree. I think it's a little dramatic. I know we all want new music from Rihanna, but like she is a singer. She has a huge catalog. And it's like you're always knocking people who won't do the thing that made them famous. And here she is doing the thing. I just find it, that made her I find it hilarious when you don't fucking listen to what I said. No. I'm not knocking her. I just no, said like, I had a getting, giggle. You're getting, I had a chuckle. You're getting caught up in the memes of like, where's the new music? Like if no, you like. But I never fucking said that, bitch. Are you listening? I literally never said that. No, you're not going to make me a hater because I am a hater to no, my core. I, I but I'm not being a hater. Literally, I'm not saying you're being All a hater. All I said was that I found it comical. Like, oh, was, I don't find it comical. I had a chuckle. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a singer. I'm not asking for a new album. I'm actually loving the era we have Rihanna in currently. I'm just saying, my God, I can't come on the show without being fucking attacked. Okay, you guys just saw that exchange. Who was attacked? Yeah. No, you know what? Who's so, wrong? No, no, no. Who was attacked? Sound off in the comments. Well, my attack was a little bit more obvious. What people will probably see when they rewatch was your like fucking subtle digs. You know what it was giving? It was giving like Real Housewife jab. No, it was I giving just LVP. Like you were like digging on Rihanna. Like a I wasn't fucking digging. <laughs> I just was saying I got a chuckle. Okay. Sorry, I went to the chuckle hut. Okay. <laughs> now, the other thing I wanted to say before I was fucking attacked <laughs> is we're definitely going to get some sort of documentary about this. I feel like it's going to be very um, Beyonce getting ready for Coachella because, you know, she just had a baby. She's kind of been out of commission for a while when it comes to performing. Not, I'm not attacking. I'm just saying. So I feel like we're going to get like a, a documentary of her like training for this. OK, I disagree because I think it's so You're being dumb. such a fucking wench today. Like for real. Like fucking wench vibes. I well, Also, I might be like totally wrong. I also thought they hadn't picked a performing yet. So what do I know? But. Lady Gaga did it. It was cool. Jennifer Lopez did it. It was cool. Did anyone finish watching it? I never sure. started it. I don't think it was cool <laughs> when J-Lo did it, for real. So I don't think Rihanna is going to like do something that now other people have done. It's kind of expected. No, she. I think she'll do it, but not in the way that, like, it's not going to be on Netflix. Like, she'll do it, like, so cool, like, during a Savage show, like, something. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it will be, like, on Patreon. Even though she does have, like, a sickening partnership with Amazon Prime for Fenty, so she actually might just do it with Prime. Yeah. And, you know, Prime is where documentaries go to die. Like, Or I could see her, like, finding a way, because it's weird that we don't have this, where you can watch her halftime show on Prime, like, on demand. Like, why can't I? Why do I have to watch, you can watch it on YouTube. old YouTube videos? Like, there should be a cat. Like, one streamer should have the halftime show. That's actually a really good call. And maybe that's what Rihanna will bring to the table. Honestly, I feel like it would be Hulu, though, because they're, like, all about sports. They have, like, Hulu live sports. This is not an ad, but they do. I see the commercials for it. YouTube has a lot of sports, too. YouTube yeah. TV. And I do believe, like, you need the license. I think YouTube has it. 
Yeah. Well, anyways, I think it's going to be amazing getting back to 100%. the point at hand. There's Do you think she's going to bring people out? Because like so many of her big songs are like with Drake. Like she has like great collabs. And I would love to see a Drake moment even though. Oh, you know I saw? Uh, oh man, I went to dinner last night. I saw everyone. First of all, Cindy Crawford. It was it was crazy to be in her presence. I also saw Travis Scott. He looks exactly what you think. Like whatever he looks like in pictures, that's exactly what he looks like. It's actually, I was like, I thought like it was crazy. Like I was like, am I looking at a picture? Like it was just... People, when you see them in real life up close, like they always look different. Exactly the same. Cool. Yeah. It's popping. I think she'll bring out guests, but I hope she doesn't. I wish she wouldn't. I know. Yeah. I'm so sick of the medleys. I'm over it, I too. I want a one-woman show. Um, yeah, and like, she's capable of that. Yeah, I want like a Katy Perry extravaganza. When she brought out Lenny Kravitz. When she did her iconic one? Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. That's weird. She brought out Lenny Kravitz, and then they ended up on um, American Idol together. Lenny Kravitz? No, Lion. sorry. Where is she? I get okay. <laughs> sorry, I do get Lenny Kravitz. It's confusing. It is because they both have like famous kids, yeah, wives, both like All. Nicole. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I do get them confused because also I don't know any of their music, but they're both so famous. Yeah, no, I feel except that. Hello. It's Ben's favorite song. Is no, it I was, me I was gonna you're say, looking for? I was gonna say it's me. Yeah. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. Sorry. Yeah. So what did she perform with Lenny Kravitz? I forget. Got it. Okay. I don't even. That's so funny because I just remember like her being on that big lion. I don't remember. He wasn't on the lion. Don't no, I'm saying. twisted. I don't remember her bringing people out. Yeah. No, she brought the two of them. It was a really great show. But like Lady Gaga, one woman show. Love that. Love Lady Gaga is my favorite. I think in, in recent Actually, Bruno Mars and Beyonce was pretty sickening, too. Coldplay was there, though, and they kind and of... And who cares? <laughs> yeah. The one thing about me is, like, I don't I don't really want to say it, but, like, I don't really fuck with Coldplay. Like, I follow them on TikTok, and they're doing this thing, and, like, I really appreciate them trying to help the environment. I do. Um, where, like, you show up to their concert early and ride a bike to create energy to power the show. And it's like, so not only do I have to pay for these tickets, I have to work <laughs> to the show, power too. power the show. Isn't that crazy? They have all these bikes and, like, people during the show and before the show, you can come early and do it. And then during the show, you can ride. And I'm not sure it really can be helping the environment that much. I'm That's a little crazy. skeptical. I thought you were going to say, like, you come, you ride bikes, and we're storing, like, so wind power to, you know, help. No, they're powering the show because they're trying to decrease their, their footprint, footprint, which no. I get. I totally get. I thought they would, like, be powering a village. And I just think if I'm going to get on the bike, like, I want a discount, you know? Or, like, you should be paying me cash for every five minutes I'm on this bike. That's, I just thought it was a little chutzpah dick. But, like, they're... That's actually, like, the craziest thing No, I know. Heard. But, like, their fans, like, love them and, like, love that vibe of, like, decreasing the footprint. So they, like... I think there's, like, a line for the bike. Like... <laughs> So that's what I'm saying is like, I will never be one of those people, even though like when they were just here at MetLife, like it did look unbelievable. Like I do want to hear Jerusalem Bell singing, you know? Yeah. And there's a few songs that really get me. Yeah. But for me, like any kind of affinity and like positive vibe I have for Coldplay, like really has to do more with Gwyneth Paltrow than anything else. Yeah. Because she was so beautiful and stunning and brokenhearted that he was moved to write Fix You, you Is know? Is that, he wrote Fix You when they broke up? No. When her dad died, he was like, she was so like perfect and just really perfect inspiration for a song. And that's the thing about Gwyneth Paltrow, like, come for her because she is that bitch. Like, the greatest song of all time just happens to be written about her. Yeah. She is that bitch. And I also love the Dakota Johnson of it all because I've, I literally, okay, so there's, you're going to love this. There's this trend on TikTok where they take the Kanye sing, song, 
Human beings in a mob. What's a mob to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? So what they do is like they keep leveling up. So it's like human beings in a mob and it was um, the crowd at the Ellen show. <laughs> Ellen. Yeah, like people who fucking love Ellen, okay? okay? So they're like, they're the human beings in a mob and then it's like, what's a mob to a king? And they had like her DJ, you know? Like okay. they level up. And then they had Ellen. What's a, what's, a, what's a king to a god? And the god is Ellen. Uh -huh. And then it's Dakota Johnson. What's a god to a non-believer? Because she was the one who like brought down Ellen. I'll send it. It's funnier in video than it no, is. No, no, it's good. I it's was a really for good... Gwyneth to pop in. No, 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 sorry. But I've recently become like kind of obsessed with Dakota Johnson. Um, and so any affinity I have for Coldplay comes from her as well. Because I support women. Yeah. In this situation. Not in all situations. Just want to clarify. Got it. Got it. So. Uh, Rihanna. The Super Bowl. Cool. This is great news. I'm so happy. I'm so relieved. It's better than I could have imagined. And I agree. And you know what? That means we still have Taylor Swift and Pink. To look forward to. And people. As, and what about Kelly Clarkson? Have we ever thrown her name out? Queen. The thing is, and I hate to like keep, like I'm definitely, I came to the show with an agenda today. And that, and every day, that agenda is to get you back on TikTok. And I think one of the things that could get you back on TikTok is if you knew how like this younger generation is learning about Kelly Clarkson and developing this enormous amount of respect for her like so many of her random songs have gone viral um her kelly Oki's that she does on the kelly clarkson show like they get picked up a thousand times over there is a place for you on on kelly talk on kelly clark talk i just need to get my account back it's not about me oh yeah what happened i haven't heard anything from anyone if you work for tiktok please help me it's really i, I will get tiktok like i'll be on it on my ipad that way i can when it's got used to your ipad instead of mine yeah that way i don't get addicted to it on my phone but I can't get into my account and I'm not starting a new account. And no, no, and you have so many iconic videos. Iconic and my handle's Jackie O. Like, we'll get it back. Somebody, I'll, I'll put a call out on my Instagram. Like, thank you. That ain't right. Yeah. That ain't fucking right. So, Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna is going to be wonderful. It's fabulous. And it's fabulous. only our first story and we do need to move we on. We need to move on, yeah. Because we have a lot to do today and I have to yeah. get my hair cut. And what are we, like already 30 minutes in? 40? It's hard to see. Yeah, it is. It's hard to know. I think it's almost 40 based on the time. Okay, let's get to it. Next up, Haley Bieber reveals she has spoken to Selena Gomez since marrying Justin. Oh, okay. I watched like while I was getting ready today, maybe 30 minutes. So I didn't get to that part. That's interesting. Okay, so Haley Bieber is on Call Her Daddy. I think it dropped at midnight last night. And she revealed she has spoken to Selena Gomez since marrying Justin hmm. Bieber in September. She said, quote, it's all respect. It's all love. Good. When Haley insisted there is no drama personally between her and uh, Selena, Alex asked whether they have talked. The model said yes, noting that Selena doesn't owe her anything. She explained neither of us owe anybody anything except True. respect. I respect her a lot and I think there are no expectations between us. I respect her. Everybody on our side knows what happened and we're good and we can walk away from it with clarity and respect that has brought me a lot of peace we know what happened it is what it is oh wow okay because I watched the first like 30 minutes and I was hella bored I was like let's and and I was bored while we were talking about the good stuff like I'm like why am I bored um and I kind of just it, like honestly and I love Haley Bieber so like I wasn't watching the interview to have my mind changed like I could watch her fart like she's so fucking beautiful um but she was like talking about this thing that like has been following them and haunting them for so long and I just found it kind of boring I kind of wish Alex had like dug a little deeper I felt like like she would ask a question and then Haley would answer it and like kind of like drop jewels and that that required further questions and then we just like moved on to like 
how'd you pick out your outfit today? I, I wish we went a little deeper and maybe that was like one of the things they had to, you know, agree to in order to get Haley on. Like she's wanting to speak her piece and not, you know. But they broached the subject. Yeah, no, honestly. And so she clearly didn't say like, don't ask me about Selena. I got to keep an eye out for Selena. And by the way, Haley the whole time, like I, at first I was like, why does her eye look like that? And then I realized she was keeping an eye out for Selena. <laughs> Um, I just felt like it wasn't a great interview. Okay. I haven't watched it because I, I mean, I haven't had time from midnight till now and I might just to like see Haley in action. Stunning. Like you, you could die. Like the but fact there's been a lot of chatter and that people think it's strange that she's like doing this sit okay. down right when Selena's about to drop a six year documentary. And by the way, I'm sure that she is by the way. And I'm fine with that. This thing has like fucking followed Haley Bieber her whole life. Like every single person on the planet had a boyfriend or a girlfriend before they met you. It's not a crime. And the way like people are so fucking mentally ill when it comes to Jelena, it's not normal because you don't know these people. You don't know what happened. And it's not on you to get justice for Selena Gomez. It's not like she's a grown woman and she will heal in her own time. And I love all three people involved. Mm -hmm. And I am, uh, you know, stable enough to realize that People, friends get bored, friends get married, strangers get bored and strangers get buried. Like life goes on, people move on. But I'm right where you left me. Wow, that song is literally about Jelena Stans. Like everyone's moving on, but I'm right where you left me. Yeah, I'm so Help, far. I'm still at the restaurant. Still, do you think that's what Taylor wrote it about? Still sitting in the corner I haunt. Literally. I just, uh, to me, she seems like she has so much more going on than like Selena. But I'm just so removed from it. Like when I think of Haley and Justin, like I don't think about Selena. Like and I don't I, think. I think I'm the exception. I don't think one. that Haley Bieber can wake up a single day without hearing the word Selena like on her phone. Like I think it's so. Get I think your phone. I, yes. And I, I think she's probably does that. But I think like she's trying to run a business and be a celebrity and like do all these things. And like she can't go on Instagram live without literally the comments being Jelena, Jelena, Jelena. Okay. You can do, you can run a business, be a celebrity without ever going on Instagram live. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like know, I know. she's an influencer. And by the way, she literally has our like Gen Z in a fucking chokehold. Like she is the tastemaker of our generation. Yes. yes. So, and, and she's cashing in on that like with road and she's becoming like this style and beauty icon and she just wants to do that in peace yeah and for for us I think like maybe it doesn't seem like the biggest deal but I think like she's confronted by it literally every moment of every day and it's about to come up even more with Selena's documentary and you know what two things can be true at the same time like Selena's experience can be her truth and and Haley's experience can be her truth and they can both coexist like people experience things differently and like I don't Haley basically my takeaway from the first 30 minutes that I watched was like the timeline is what people really like have a problem with like they mm -hmm. think that Justin cheated on Selena with Haley um and she's like that's just not true yeah like I was there I lived it your perception of it can be one thing but I fucking lived it and it's not true and she was cursing too I was living for it right and I just have to say like I'm not endorsing cheating or anything no. but like okay so say that they did even though I, I believe her when she says that they did yeah even if they did and you're so bent out of shape about it like five years later five years later they are married they couldn't be more rock solid go away you know it's like at some point you have to forget you know yeah and it's just like it's it's people not being okay. That's what it comes down to. Like true, truly unwell human beings. Um, so I didn't need this interview. You know what I mean? It's not like she cleared all this up. Like I fucking love Haley Bieber. And you know what? I love Selena. Like I just finished Only Murders. I thought she was excellent. 
I have like a problem with the second season in the sense that I cannot follow what the fuck, like what were we investigating? I didn't even remember. And I Funny. really, I really truly didn't care who ended up doing it. I was just loving the gals being back together. Of course. The way I would lay my life out on the line, lay down in oncoming traffic for Martin Short is not normal. And those are words I truly never thought I would say like back you. before. Yeah, I'm like Martin Short. I'm like, is that the guy who like went to jail for Big Pharma? Screlly. Right. Um, obsessed. But, spoiler alert, I think at the final 30 seconds of the show, there's another murder so that we have next season. And I just feel like they don't really need to keep doing that. I feel like they could, this show, obviously, second season made them into Joe Rogan. Like, they're the Joe Rogan of podcasting in the show. <laughs> and I would love if we could follow their lives as, like, moguls who every season investigate a random murder like maybe they leave new york one season and investigate kind of how becky in oklahoma like yeah i don't think it needs to keep being like people they know dying but because it's a little is, unbelievable it's only murders in the building but that's what the podcast is called so like we don't we don't need to be in the building anymore that's what i'm saying i do think we've exhausted the building no but like that's why they got into it but also it seems like this murder happened on spoiler alert but it's not really the stage so how could it's not in the building it's not in the building we're already leaving the building uh, right unless right. the actor is someone who lives in the building paul rudd that was a nice little surprise yeah okay so all i'm saying is like you can love selena and you can <sighs> love Haley, and you can love justin and i'm living breathing proof of that and you can also be stable i'm a stable yeah, person i agree i just feel like there's so many more interesting things about her what else did they talk about from what you saw like, like, let me actually see how much of it I watch because I watch it all doing my makeup. But I was, um, because honestly, like they covered one topic while I was okay. Listen to twenty eight minutes, yeah. So maybe I missed a lot, but the first twenty eight minutes were covering the timeline. Like it was actually really slow. Like, okay, got it. But I am gonna finish it because I would love to hear her talk about conversation with Selena. That's crazy. I don't think she said what she said to Selena. She said, yes, why have you spoken? And yeah, it's all, I think it's Haley, all respect. Haley was giving us everything and nothing at the same time. And we stand a queen who can do both, you know? Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for our next story? I am. But like the fact that through our work, we kind of discovered the true meaning behind Right Where You Left Me by Taylor Swift. Like that is crazy. You think it's about Jelena Stans? Yeah. Because everyone else has moved on with their lives, except for you. Because you're right where you left me. Think about it. Our next story is some fashion news. Kim Kardashian. Because we're a bunch of fashion, fashion girlies. We're such fashionistas. Fashionists. Kim Kardashian debuted Dolce & Gabbana collaboration at Milan Fashion Week. Stunning. Ciao, Kim. Kim took her design talents to Milan Fashion Week this season, teaming up with Dolce & Gabbana on the house's spring-summer 2023 fashion show, September joggers you're literally sure <laughs> models walk the runway in a collection of reworked archival looks curated by kim while a black and white video of the skims founder eating spaghetti and the sound of clicking paparazzi cameras played in the background per luk the color palette was kept mostly to blacks metallics and leopard print with some models wearing choker necklaces that spelled out kim in bold letters also many members of her family including chloe chicago saint north and chris were in attendance to support right everyone's kind of talking like chloe totally eclipsed kim's moment by being photographed with michelle from 365 days who is the hottest man alive and people are like she's got to get dicked down in milan with a guy from 365 days like he needs to take her captive for a year and make him fall in love because that's what happens in the movie um 
I completely agree. Like the way I need these two to start fucking like now it's not normal. Um, I, I would, if I had to, I would lay my life out on the line just so they could have that moment together. And do I, I think it's the end all be all for her. No, but like she needs to have some fun. She does some fun. And this Milan. man is literally, there's not a hotter man. And he was like very clearly into her, like following her around the club and they were filming. So like, I hope we'll get a Michelle moment. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, so that was what really everyone was talking about. And I feel like nobody cared about the fashion show. Kim looked amazing. Uh, like the whole vibe is like, you know, glamour, Milan, spaghetti, Marilyn Monroe. Um, it's not like the most like creative, like different idea, but she looked fabulous. So You know, could I ask you something? Do you think it's like Courtney is feeling some type of way that like this was her partnership no. for her wedding? And now why wasn't she there? I don't know if she's feeling any type of way, but like, let's, let's be really real with one another. Um, that partnership only existed because Kim exists. You know what I mean? So maybe she utilized the partnership first, but the roots to the partnership connect to Kim. Right. But like Kim never was like a Dolce girly in like publicly like this. Like she's always been like so high fashion, like always wearing futuristic looks. And now all of a sudden she's like, like really leaning into this style that was like inspired by Courtney's wedding, no. which I wouldn't say anything was amiss except so, for the fact that Courtney wasn't there. So let me say this. Mm -hmm. Let me say this. Mm -hmm. I think if we're going to trace back to like the Kardashians relationship with D&G, I think it probably goes back to Simon Huck and Kris Jenner, who go to that show every year, like stay at the castle, go on the boat with the G&G. Like they're a part of the G&G family. They're oh, like, I, I just, I know for the last five years, every time I watch Instagram in the summer, like Simon is there with Chris. Yeah. So, so you think I, it's Chris's relationship? And Simon. And I think, Simon. I honestly think like Simon made the intro. And I don't know this, even though like I know Simon, I can literally ask. I think if I had to guess, like Simon made the intro for the family to D&G. Like he's been like part of the D&G family for as long as I've known him. Like, going multiple times a year. Got it. To the show. Got it. I just wonder when the wedding partnership, like who facilitated, whose idea was that? Who reached out to who? Honestly, I would say Chris. It was amazing. It's an interesting take though. You I know? didn't think about it because like, who cares if Courtney's there? Like she doesn't go to fashion week all the but time. she so was her like the D&G bride and like she made the whole family and like, it, I don't know if they, I mean, everything that they do becomes a moment, but it just became like so much bigger than yeah. just like a wedding weekend in Italy. Yeah. It was a whole fashion campaign. And now yeah, Kim's yeah. the face. But like that became Kim's aesthetic because she had to wear those outfits, you know? Right. And, and I, I think she liked what she saw. No, she liked what she saw to be like dressed in like what Dolce does. It's like they dress a woman's body. Yeah, it's very feminine. It's not the stuff that she's like Balenciaga. Spandex. Sh silhouette shapes, mm -hmm. you know. It's very like traditional timeless it's glamour. sexy. No, I love... And at the same and time, Chloe she watched wore, Pam and Tommy and she started doing her hair like right, that. Right, right. And Chloe and wore that uh, crystal and black jumpsuit that Kim had worn at the wedding. She looked amazing, amazing. in it. The kids were wearing mini versions of it. Chicago it was a stole moment. the show. I mean, you said Michelle is the reason for the season. Chicago has taken the internet by storm. 100%. With her lollipop and her sunglasses. It was a fabulous, fabulous moment. Um, Kendall wasn't there either, right? No. See, like, to me, that's more obvious because Kendall's literally, like, the it girl of modeling. Why wouldn't she just model in the show? And that's what they were talking about in the teaser for this week's episode. Kim is going to Prada, and she calls Kendall and is like, you want to fly with me? She's like, I'm still waiting to hear if I booked if I booked it because, like, I auditioned or whatever. And it's like, you're obviously going. Like, so she could walk in any show she wants. You've but it might be a conflict. I don't know how those things work, you know? With what? Like, Kendall is the face of so many brands. Yeah, she can't she, just lend her face. To every single one. Like, I'm sure there's, like, non-competes. She's, like, long champ now. She's Louis Vuitton. Like, she's everything. Yeah. So maybe there's a conflict. Yeah. Also, I think maybe Kendall was working Milan Fashion Week and, like, just right. couldn't just, 
drop everything and go to the show for like kids. that's so crazy because like you and I found ourselves in Milan the same week and like I was there working and you were there working like we would go to each other's events like I know but maybe that's just like we're not as busy as them no and we're, we're like they're desensitized to like the fame of it all and like we're like Milan yeah and like every the big deal of it all yeah even though this felt like it was a really big deal for Kim she yeah. like is posting a million times and it is a big deal she looked amazing yeah and she had so much like creative input it's not just her face no yeah she was designer girly yeah Great partnership. Stunning. Gorgeous looks. Everyone really turned it out. Gorgeous moment. Gorgeous moment. Our next story. Little drama at SNL, but like not really. Kenan Thompson's estranged wife is dating his former SNL co-star Chris Red. Wait, what? Kenan Thompson's estranged wife has moved on from the longtime SNL star with one of his former co-stars. Wait, this is fucking weird, no? Chris, it is, but there is like no beef. Christina uh, Evangeline is dating Chris Red. TMZ wait, reported. What's her name? Christina Evangeline. That's like really close to Christine Evangel. Wait, Evangelista. Linda Evangelista. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking of the wrong person. Is dating Chris Red? TMZ I was like, reported. Keenan used to be married to the biggest supermodel in the world, claiming there's no bad blood between Keenan and Chris over the new relationship. Sources close to the new couple told the outlet that Chris Red and Christina became official with the past year and that there was no cheating or overlap in the relationships. In fact, Keenan and Christina reportedly have been living separate lives since 2019. Reps for the stars didn't immediately return page six's request for comment. No, it's fucking weird. It's just weird because it's like, well, how did they meet? No, and it's Through like, of, of all the girls that you could date, why do you choose the one who used to be married to your coworker? Like, it's hella unnecessary. And I don't even think they're divorced yet. Like, they're obviously not together. They're saying there's no bad blood, but, like, if you're a human being, like, you you would be... Even if even if Keenan and his wife had the healthiest split of all time and they genuinely, like, love each other as friends, but it didn't work out, even in a situation like that, we are... It is the human experience to find this weird. <laughs> like, it's weird. Yeah. And it honestly, like, makes me think, like, weird things about Chris Red. Like, honestly, like, I'm thinking weirdly. When I, I don't think I ever thought of him, period, you know? Yeah. But now I'm going to think of him as, like, the guy who, like, stole his coworker's wife. It's Mr. Steal Your Girl. It's Mr. Steal Your Wife. Like, that's what makes it even weirder. I'm sorry. I'm calling it. Like, this is weird. I don't think that there was anything nefarious that happened. I think they split, and then they started dating, and the timelines are fine. I think it's weird. But how can you be such good friends with someone, like, now, every time you see them, they're with you or white? Agreed. I don't think there's anything nefarious, but that doesn't take away from the weirdness. Yeah. Of choosing, of all the girls in all the bars, like, you had to walk into Keenan's house and take his wife. <laughs> it's weird. Okay, well, good luck to the couple. I hope they find love. Best and I hope Keenan finds love as well. Maybe we should add him to the list. Yes, the by the way. influencers. I feel like, you know, I feel like I've actually said this story a lot. Like, for some reason, whenever I get into Ubers and, like, start chatting, they always love to share, like, famous people they've driven. Yes, we know. And on more than one occasion, I've had a driver who drove Keenan to and from SNL. And they all had wonderful things to say about him. I think he's, like, a, he would make a really good husband. What about Keenan and Chloe? Chloe. I was thinking that, too. And if Kim and Pete were still together, that would just But be honestly, I don't much. see it working because Keenan is so SNL and he's so New York. Like, he's, I think, you know, Pete was very much, like, SNL was a part of his career, not his career. And Keenan like puts a show on his back. He literally has a hernia from all the work he does. I think like he needs to have someone New York based. Maybe it could be Chloe and Keenan take New York. No, but see, like I would never encourage a relationship that requires somebody to move across the country from their family. But obviously that's something you would do. Yeah, for love, for what's right. Yeah. You know, maybe like LA's not working out for Chloe. I think it is. 
I think maybe she when should. When Kim think was about just on Kelly and Ryan, mm-hmm. she was talking about school drop off. Did you see? No. It was I haven't a, seen any. I've just been like, I literally haven't even been on my phone. It was really cute. She was talking about. Kelly was like, when you go to school drop off, like, what do you wear? She was like, I wear spandex. Like, I'm, I come from the gym. I'm wearing gym clothes. Um, and it's like always really emotional, but like, <laughs> Chloe stays there all day, like, literally outside the classroom crying. Oh my God. It was really sweet. So, like, she's very connected to family. She's not going anywhere. Okay. Well, maybe Keenan could give it all up for Chloe. That would be sweet. She's someone that you give it all up for. But then, like, that causes resentment. Oh, for sure. And, it like, does. he's like, five years from my now. My career. Right, right. Like, yeah. sure, Keenan, whatever. Sure. Okay, our fifth and final story something that Claudia just caught me up on. There's yes. drama with beauty influencer Michaela Kaler Nagara. Yeah. She is under fire for complaining that her job is difficult. Listen, I experienced the whole thing, so I'm going to tell you. Okay? okay. You don't want me to read from no. insiders' no. perspective. So, Michaela Nagara is literally, the, she was on that Forbes list. Remember we were talking about her? Yeah, and no, they I said know, she made $2 million. I LOL. know who she is. You've talked about her a lot. You're very influenced by her. I she's buy a, all of her shit. A makeup TikToker. Yeah, and she's like from Boston and she has this crazy accent. Um, so she's like she's not like other makeup gurus you know yeah and so this she went on live a year ago and said this thing and then somebody posted a cut down version of it on talk and it went viral so viral that I, I actually used the sound and then when I found out what it was I deleted my TikTok it was just I was making a joke about try being an influencer for a day try it like it was a joke and I do delete it because I'm not I'm not going to contribute you don't want to pile on no because honestly like justice for Michaela and here's okay. why so here's what she said the clip that's going viral just the abridged version is like this I'm just finishing work for the day and it's 519 try being an influencer for a day try it now obviously you just hear that and it's like girly uh you're not a coal miner like calm down it's five it's like it's beyond and it sounds extremely out of touch now with context it's still a little out of touch but it's not um and this isn't a girl who had anything handed to her like she was working up until i think two years ago at ulta she's worked her whole life in retail like we thought that's when when i started first started following her i was like really early she worked at ulta and that's why she had like such um expertise right people trusted her 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 opinion so this isn't a girl who is like privileged by any means like she's worked super hard um and when you watch the the full version of the clip she was basically sitting down for dinner going on live and she was like oh i'm just tired like i had a long day like any normal fucking human being complains about being tired and then somebody like left a nasty comment like must be so hard and so she basically just responded saying you know, I woke up at six. She told us exactly what she did for the day. She's like, I edited three videos. I shot some branded content. I had four meetings and then I had this. And now I'm just now sitting down for dinner. I'm just trying to yeah. try being an You try being try it. So she got like a little salty at the end. Um, with context, it's obviously much better. Um, and it's important to remember that she didn't suggest we slaughter all the children of the world. Like she just was being, you know, you turned into her live and she was talking about her life so I think perspective and you don't know what the comments I guess does the video is there a screen recording does it have the, the comments video in there? I don't know I don't know you don't know what people are slinging what at she her. was responding to yeah and let's just say for argument's sake that there was no context and all she did was complain about being an influencer is that out of touch yes does she deserve what's literally being thrown at her like no people are so fucking crazy um and i find it really interesting that the new hot button issue like the last couple of things i've seen people get canceled for like happened on tiktok this girl tara's world was like i'm literally so productive like i and she was like (laughs) it sounded like definitely out of touch like but again she wasn't suggesting we slaughter all the children of the world she was just like 
I'm like, I'm literally so productive. Like, how are you like not working? Like you guys are like, like that could never be me. Like, and she got her ass fucking handed to her. The new hot button issue is like, you cannot talk about working if you're an influencer. No, but even like Kim saying, yes, get your fucking, yes. women, get your fucking ass up and work. Okay. So like, why are people so sensitive about this is, the you, topic of you. working? Me. This new, I've noticed that I'm going to be steering clear of this topic. Like, and I guess people don't want to. going head first. People in. don't want to be told by people who have jobs that appear to be much easier that they have to work harder because okay, it's like so if the coal miner says get your fucking ass up and yes work, they'll accept that yes yes i don't think they would yes yes they would it's 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 not what they're saying it's it's who's saying it i think that's why people are getting so bent out of shape because it goes without saying that like being an influencer everyone's job is hard in some way and part there are parts of being an influencer that are super hard but it's not nearly as hard as you know working in uh food service or working as a coal miner or a, sure. a truck but driver. Is it the coal miners who are offended? No, it's really the, people, the only ones who can. The be. people who are offended are like, you know, the people who are always offended. It's like, right. it's white women like. No, and so it's nonsense. Who work nine to five, like cushy jobs for sure. And who spend all that time commenting on social media. So obviously they're not working <laughs> that hard. <laughs> I just feel like it's so important that you add that part to the conversation. Like the amount of time people are spending, like tearing down Michaela when they should be working. <laughs> I just think it's important. So I'm team Nick Michaela because she really didn't say anything that fucking bad. And if you're that, if you're really that upset, like you absolutely have to go outside. You absolutely have to go outside and remember like the internet is not a real place. You don't know Michaela personally and you need to calm the fuck down because literally Michaela's like part of her platform is like she pretty much like gets on social media once a week and just balls her eyes out about how she cannot fight her depression. Like she is so depressed and she's like literally she's had unparalleled success like I don't think she'll do a, a branded TikTok for any less than a hundred grand. Like she bought a house like, and she did not grow up like that. Like she is having unpressed. And she says like, these unbelievable things are happening to me. And I've never been more depressed in my life. Like she's really vocal about how like her depression is so bad. She's had it her whole life. Like in high school, she went through a really bad bout and it's come back now. And it's confusing for her because she's never been more famous or more successful or, or this should be the happiest time of her life. So just keep that in mind when you're like yelling at her for something she said on Instagram live a year ago that you didn't even have context for. Like you're all no, but not okay. It's like, no one is okay like take a step back the way that the needle is moving like to things that I, like sometimes you'll tell me like some girls are getting canceled they said this and I'm like you're lying I'm like really that's not gonna stick like I know and really it what does. were we and talking about the girls who said on that podcast that they would never date someone sober yeah and then they literally posted these like hostage videos <laughs> apologizing and yeah. it's like Oh, okay, so you wouldn't date someone sober. Like, big like you're, they deal. said, if you're sober, you're boring. And so, if I was a sober person, like, maybe that would offend me. Would I demand an apology? But no, I, I would stop listening to the podcast. No, but like, or I would disagree. Like, or is mm -hmm. it different? You could disagree with something without being offended by mm -hmm. it. Like, I oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. It's not either just offended or not offended. Like, you could disagree. Oh, I don't think that's true, or I see it differently. And I still love these girls. And oh, on this point, we just didn't agree. Shakui. It's not like we say something on the show, you disagree with it, and so you have to stop listening to our podcast. Like, no one's going to agree with 100% of the things that we say. Say that thing again. You don't... You can disagree with something without being offended by it. Oh, my God. You are literally Aristotle. Like, Jack Aristotle. That is so fucking true. It's not offended or not offended. Yeah, because like I said, that's why I keep saying, like, it's not like she said, you know, I hate all Jews. Like, it's not... It wasn't even an offensive thing. It's somebody's opinion. Yeah. That you disagree with. Oh my God, you just literally blew my mind. Because I'm so like deep in internet culture. Sometimes I can't see out of it as like a human being, you know? Yeah. 
And you just brought my head right out. Yeah. No, it's so crazy. And also sometimes like I'll look at situations like months later. And even in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that or yeah. said that. And then months later, I'm like, are we joking? Like, yeah. No, I feel that way about someone's cancellation, but I'm not going to say who it is because I feel like people still think it's crazy. I feel that way about a lot of people's yeah. cancellations. Yeah. Now. Like in the moment, it was really bad. But now like years later, you just realize like they just like they actually made a mistake. And like, it's okay. Like we're all human beings. But in the moment, it feels so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like we owe people apologies for how much we fucking ruin their lives on the internet. I'm not saying we, sorry, because I'm not, fu- I'm not like you. I'm not like you. No, I don't but fucking like, do that. If you didn't take up for them. Yeah. Not that you piled on, but like, you didn't help. Yeah. I wonder if people are going to come to that realization. But it's so hard because when someone's going through something, like, it's a sinking ship. And like, why would, would you anyone get on board? No. And I like, I want to, I have values, but also I remember a time when like I was getting my fucking life canceled, like, every minute it was another thing and I don't really remember anyone coming to my defense except literally Taylor Strecker it's not even about that like oh this person wasn't here for me so or, or people weren't no, here for that's me, what so it's I'm about for me for them it's like you have a business you have a career and like you can't just keep going down with every ship like right no because it, that's the cycle of cancel culture is like you could get canceled for commenting on someone else's yes. cancellation and who the fuck wants that no nobody's worth that bitch it's so sad, but it's so true. So you just kind of have to be like... Yeah, you have to be like lame. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Oh, I will but say... Like, I will never say that about when I don't agree. I will never do that. Like, no. I will never but pile I, on to something or one, criticize someone if I don't think that they did something One wrong. thing about the Michaela Nagara situation that's actually really important to bring up is that, you know, now that, you know, her cancellation is happening, people are doing a deep dive. Looking for old tweets, old Tumblr posts, whatever. And what they found was actually, I don't think, something we've ever experienced yet. Michaela is a former troll. So her comments on Jaclyn Hill's Instagram from like 2017, 2018, where her thing, like one of everything everyone knows about her is like she's Jaclyn Hill's biggest fan. Um, and she actually used to be a Jaclyn Hill troll. Like she left a comment on a picture. It's a fine line. We she, say this all the time. She left a comment on one of Jaclyn Hill's pictures. Um of her house and was like must be nice to make videos and just be rich for it and she actually left a non-ironic yikes on one of her <laughs> pictures um and I think she posted a picture like with her man and Michaela was like ew like she's a former troll that I think is more interesting than the working conversation but that's just me yeah so I just want to say also you could look at it alternatively where it's like she used to be the same type of person that are now commenting and coming for her and it's like she used to think oh you work you post a video a day and now you have this house must that's be nice. literally what she said And now she's experienced so she's someone who's literally commenting on her stuff right now yeah being like you I think it's so hard to be an influencer and so if that person becomes an influencer you go and they're like oh my god it's so hard like uh try it and then you go back and it's a cycle no that's, and y'all are crazy no, and get right. off the fucking hamster wheel no get off the internet like for real some people just really can't handle it it's so crazy and it's like you live uh, like if you either die the hero or you live Live long long enough to see yourself become the villain no by the way that is literally what's happening so just everyone take a step back Kaylor is gonna be she's fine leave her alone she's a hard worker but she hasn't posted in like a week she had a bad day and also like it's not even like we have to make excuses for what she said which she said like you try being an influencer, try it. You know, I think and what I she was trying love to say for more people to try. You know, and I think that what she was trying to say is like there the perception of what and it, you don't know what comment she's responding to. Right, who the you is. Yeah, but 
someone who's being like oh you're an employee you work one hour literally herself her old self right I think her old self I think the point she was just trying to make is like it looks being an influencer is definitely of all the jobs in the world not even close to being a hard one Mm -mm. but I think it's a little bit more difficult than people assume I think people assume you sleep in you post one video you make a million dollars and you go back to sleep that's (laughs) not what it is it is more laborious than that and I think a lot of the work that goes into it you don't see because that's the point that's the point it's still not a difficult job I am acknowledging that I've had real jobs and I've had influencer jobs and I know what the difference is. Um, But that's not to say that it's not a little bit more involved than what you might think. Well, if you think you wake up, make a million dollars and go back to sleep, then it's a lot more involved than that. But even like for the people who do post most of their hustle, it's more involved than that. And then you also have to think about like the mental aspect of it and the fact that she is struggling with depression. So it's like doing all of this. And this is a job that just would exacerbate any of that. No, and being an influencer is the one job in the world, I think more so than being a traditional celebrity, where the hate you get is unparalleled. Like you, it is not normal the amount of shit you have to hear about yourself and your family and people you love, about their physical appearances, about shit from their past. It is worse than any major celebrity ever experiences. No. The fucking major websites that are created about you. like They don't run their own social media. And even if they do, it's like, I'm like my juice today. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're so brave. No, like, but there's not, there's not. Some of them aren't even on social media. And like, there's not dedicated places for people to talk about Hillary Duff. In for order real. for you to do your job as an influencer, you have to actively like enter all of these spaces, spaces where people are hating you. And th- one thing about me is... I'm always going to take the side of an influencer because I feel like in a lot of ways they are usually in being wronged. Not That's not to speak for everyone because a lot of them are fucking morons too. Um, but that's any job because there's a lot of moronic accountants, you know? There's a lot yeah. of moronic coal miners. It always comes back to the coal miners. That's the thing. I don't feel like there's moronic coal miners. No, that I completely agree actually. Actually, Derek Zoolander. Was he a coal miner? He comes from a coal mining family. Remember, he goes back and he like can't handle it for a day. Oh, was that the, se- the news? No, that in the out? OG. No, I honestly don't remember, but that's fucking funny. No, it's funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. And should we push your toasters to tomorrow? Yeah, because we had a lot to, of catching up to do today. Mm. We don't have a TV recap. Actually, I do. I, I have a few things to say. I think we should do your toasters. Okay. Yeah, because also um, I finished Only Murders in the Building and I just want to talk about it really quickly. And I watched Game of Thrones. Did you watch? No, can't We got new it. Rhaenyra though. Let's I know talk we about did. that. We can't. No, no, no. We, I haven't watched anything. We, I can't talk about it. I'll okay. see you next Tuesday. <laughs> okay, well, Dear Toasters is brought to you by Caraway. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Homes' non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so that you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Caraway Homes' non-toxic kitchenwares are all designed for the modern home and feature a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. You know, I hosted Rosh Hashanah 10 people on Sunday night, and I used my Caraway cookware, and it was honestly, like, not being drama queen, like, it was so much easier of a cleanup. There was no crusty crustaceans. There was no crustacean. There was no crustacean. Like it was the, I put made asparagus Slips in there. Right off. Was it asparagus? Yeah. Slipped. I almost fell on the floor <laughs> for how slippery it was. It was really fabulous, and it makes your kitchen obviously a more efficient place, but also a more stunning place because I have like a like the baby pink collection. It's just like 
Why are pants so fucking butt ugly? Like for real, like <laughs> fugly, ugly pants. These are really cute. You can choose whatever color. I have like the cream colored ones. They're literally gorgeous. And it goes with your home vibe. For me, like the pink is so, um, like so stylish. So all their sets come equipped with easy access storage solutions. So there is no stacking required. You are never going to misplace your lids again. If you live in a tiny apartment and you have like one drawer for all your pots and pans and you know like the stacking is the bane of your existence, look into the cookware set and the bakeware set from Caraway Home. The cookware is... A- <laughs> modern and chemical free iteration of the 16 piece set because nobody needs 16 pieces they boiled it down to the four essentials a frying pan a saute pan a dutch oven and a saucepan thank you the bakeware set is an assortment of non-toxic baking essentials that every modern kitchen needs so you can get to baking goods without any of the bads so again they're non-toxic it's easy cooking and they are well loved over 25,000 people have raved about their caraway kitchen products it is time for you to try it for yourself visit carawayhome.com slash t MT to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TMT or use code TMT at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. All right, Dear Toasters, our advice segment. You want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. And you'll get really kind of profound, honest advice from two girlies who really care about you. Yeah, that's true. Hello, ladies. Please help. We have a solid group of girls in my friend group we've all been friends for the last five years however there's one gal let's call her Jax, that is single and let's lately not, let's not call her Jax. she's single and lately has only been going after guys that are in relationships Ooh. some have turned into actual affairs yikes. in the workplace even yikes that's what not she wrote ironic yikes and some she just sends flirty text messages to and tells us this guy could be the one i'm sure it's a defense mechanism because she's got cheated on in her prior three relationships but what the hell we've tried talking to her about it and warning her but she won't stop Most of us are in serious relationships and we just can't believe we're good friends with someone who willingly tries to tear relationships apart. In the past, we've all talked so much shit on homewreckers and now she's doing it and she seems almost proud. Help, do we let it go? Do we sit her down, actually have an intervention, send her to rehab, LOL, kidding. We're at a loss, but it's getting exhausting for all of us to keep the friendship up when all she talks about is guys that are in relationships. Also, is it weird that I'm starting to lose trust in her as a person? Of course. We are all in our 30s, early 30s, if that matters. Okay, love you, bye. Yeah, I feel like at this point, like, you're a little, you guys are a little too old to be acting like that. Like, that's shit people did in their, like, late teens, early no, 20s. No, and not, and not something that you do, like, as a pattern. No, like, I wouldn't bring this girl around my man. She obviously no, has no respect for relationships. I would keep this girl at arm's length, obviously. I would maybe say something to her if she was like, why are you guys treating me differently? Like, and just be like, you have no scruples, and you, right. it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how to stop you from doing what you're going to do. Like, you're a grown woman, but... I, our values don't align. Right. Like I'm almost at the place where I'll be entering my thirties and I'm, I plan on living an extremely scrupled life and I want to be surrounded by scrupled people and scrupled scrupled energy. And this is, there was a video that went trending on TikTok. This girl, she's like, I'm 25. Uh, Today's my birthday. And here's questions I have for people in their thirties. And this girl answered and she was like, because one of the questions was, how do I make, you know, more friends in my thirties? And the girl answered, she was like, you don't. Like, your circle gets smaller and it's better. Like, you don't need a million friends. People are not meant to be in your life forever. Some people are and some people aren't. So to move forward with only scrupled people, I think that's a really great way to go. Yeah, because your circle will get smaller as you get older. If you get married or you start a family, like, you have less time for people. So you just want to stay close with the ones you're closest to and people fall by the wayside and she's going to behave like this like she'll be the first to go no and honestly you are who you associate with and like not like not to be shallow but like you don't want people thinking like you're okay with that you know yeah no I I couldn't be around 
And honestly, energy. the way you write about her, it doesn't seem like you have like great affection for her. Like you would, you'd be okay with letting her go. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have a conversation about yeah, it, it's with not her on you first. to save everyone. No, You're in but your like thirties, sometimes like you, people have a hard time dropping people. That's something that some people just yes. won't do, yes. can't do. Um, for me, it takes me a long time to get to that place. But once I, once I'm there, goodbye. Agreed. Uh, but some people, that's not in their vocabulary. So if you want to have a conversation, just be honest. Be yeah. Like, what are you doing? The way that you're, this path that you're going down is not something that I want to be around for. It's offensive to me as a married person, yeah. like to know that you don't respect relationships and we don't have anything in common if that's what you're going to be doing. No, you don't respect wood. Do you know that? No. <laughs> From Curb. Like if you put your cup on a wood table without a coaster, you don't respect wood. God, you don't respect <laughs> ben wood. Ben is always saying respect wood for someone who's literally never used a coaster in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what she said. Next up, hey Jackson Claude, OG Brether here, and I'm need some. I'm I am in need of some advice about um. Mm. No, it's just a weird way of phrasing. Like, oh, I was gonna say, like, is this not? No, no, it's actually very appropriate based on what you're doing for t- today. But said OG Brether, Botox. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm in need of advice if there's such thing as too much Botox. My friend Ruthie just started working as an esthetician about a year ago. She's absolutely beautiful, stunning, and smart, but has recently been starting getting lip injections and Botox, which I have nothing against at all. Fellow Botoxer here. The problem is our friends have been coming up to me asking if she's had actual work done to her face, like going under the knife, because what's happening to her, she still looks gorgeous, but she looks different. Do I say something before she gets too much done or let her do whatever makes her feel like her best self? Sincerely, a toaster who doesn't want her BFF to end up botched. Yeah, it's like, on the one hand, you want to empower her to feel her best. Like, I was having this conversation at dinner last night because someone I was with was talking about how they wanted to get something done. I'm like, just do it. And she was like, really? Shut up. If it's bothering you, just fix it. Like, I'm very much a proponent of that. But sometimes, like, it's like when you're editing a picture. You get so in the weeds with editing. When you take a zoom out, you really can't see if you look that different. So it takes, like, a fresh perspective. So I don't know if, like, you would be offending her, like, in the sense that she likes the way that she looks, or maybe she's too in it. She can't see out. Yeah, I would try and, like, bring up the topic of conversation of Botox fillers, maybe be like, I'm thinking about doing this and see what she has to say about it. Be like, how much have you done? Be like, and so that amount that you did in your lips, is that what you're going to do again? When are you going to do it? And see if she has any sort of reservation reservation, or she's like, I don't know if this is for me. Like, what do you think? Like, just wait and say, open the door, just open the door and take her temperature on how she's feeling. Because if she's feeling herself, like don't say anything. Yeah. You don't need to tell her that she's like looking crazy because she might be happy with how she looks and then all of a sudden like you just put this thing in her head yeah oh totally and by the way it's like you have to wait like six months for it to go away so like she's gonna be insecure for the next six months so I would just bring up injectables as a topic of conversation and see where she's at and if she's like looking for opinions and if yeah. she's not I wouldn't offer any it's her life I agree and like just because you like someone thinks something looks bad it's subjective right like yeah. Maybe she looks great, you know? She's happier than ever. Yeah. But I do I do think plastic surgery, like, is a slippery slope. And sometimes people get, like, so far down. And then years later, they'll look at pictures of themselves and be like, wow, I looked crazy. Like, I wish yeah. somebody had told me. Right. But even if somebody had told you, like, there was no stopping you. It's true. It's like... Our third and final is an update from the girl who wrote in last week about her mother-in-law, who, like, literally is obsessed with her... Um, husband's, like, exes. exes. Always commenting on social media. Yeah. Friend requesting and just being a general freak. Yeah. General Update. Freak. He talked to his mother, my mother-in-law. She cried. 
She came over the next day. She brought me flowers and she apologized. Mm. Am I the big fat wench now? Thanks for your advice on this. It really echoed with what my friends were telling me, but I thought I should get an outsider looking in opinion and y'all match my energy. Ha ha ha. I don't think you should feel like you the wench. You either die the hero or live long enough to right. be the big fat wench. It's like, <laughs> it's like unless you defend yourself, you're a victim. And then if you do defend yourself, you're the villain. You're the villain. No, but like mother-in-laws like can can be like so apologetic because they're like old and frown that like then you feel bad. Yeah, but you know what? Mission accomplished. And now just be super sweet to her because now she wants to hang with you. Tabula rasa. That's what you got. Right, right. You know, now she's not harping on the other girls. She's going to want your time. You have to energy. play words with friends with her. And you're going to, she's going to be having on your post and you're going to have to respond. So. Yeah, responding to every story. Yeah, so you got a new Good, job. because it's the one you got. <laughs> Got what you wanted. Yeah, wow. We really kind of set you up for that. Like, no, no, no. But it's good. That was weird. It had to end. No, and but she also, has a lot of like energy to give. And now you need to be the receiver. Right. She's clearly just like a person who distributes love. So now it's all coming your way. She she like kind of is like a love bomber. Yeah. You know? Good luck with that. Good. Because it's one you got. Everyone who wrote in, thank you so much. Deartoasters at gmail.com. We are always here for you. That is our show. Jackie's getting a haircut extra extra read all about it thank you so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as a podcast and where podcasts can be found so that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, public radio everybody gets back to all the places where we listen podcast finance the morning toast the professor we better be listening in tomorrow we are hope you guys have an amazing day we'll see you tomorrow back in studio with jackson cloud on thursday bye bye